The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, it is. And we are here for you. Welcome to Channel Mom, everybody on 94.7 The Word. And also welcome to our Facebook live audience. Always glad to have you guys along. Uh, feel free to enter any comments or questions that you have in the comments below, Facebook Live. Hey, you're really going to want to listen today. You're going to want to stick around because we have instant help for you and your children in the Department of Behavior. What mom would not like her kids to behave even just a little bit better? Well, the famous doctor is in the house with us, and he's got some instantaneous help for us. Dr. Kevin Lehman is coming up in just a second. Now, I just want to remind you, we do this show for moms. And, and uh, d- during the Christmas break and New Year's and everything, I'm out and about in malls and watching moms and admiring the moms that uh, are doing their best to raise their children well and um, noticing the moms that are struggling. And I, the thing that I always want to emphasize on this show is there's so much media out there that forgets to acknowledge the importance of motherhood and acknowledge the importance of your role. That is why we are here. Because they want you to buy the stuff in the commercials, but they forget to acknowledge you in the content. And, and that is why Channel Mom exists, to help you both in the airwaves and on the ground. So don't forget that. We've got all kinds of stuff that we do on the ground as well. You can check it out at ChannelMom.com. Okay. I have been voraciously reading the new and revised version of Making Children Mind Without Losing Yours. Because Dr. Lehman has a sense of humor, as you'll remember when you hear him on in just a second. Um, he, he opens in the book in a very curious way, but, but I'm going to first welcome him and remind everybody that he is a best-selling author, a radio and TV personality. You used to see him on Good Morning America, internationally known psychologist, uh, maybe best known for his birth order book, father of five grown children, and wife to Mrs. Uppington. Do I have that right, Dr. Lehman? Oh, yes. She's Mrs. Uppington, okay. She's (laughs) the firstborn that knows exactly how I ought to dress. In fact, recently I was going out of the house. She says, you're not going outside like that, are you? (laughs) And I said, "Uh, yeah. She says, you have a spot on your shirt. Okay. And I said, well, uh, that sort of proves my point. There's only one spot. I'll be back in an hour. Okay, and you went out despite her critique. Well, she's a firstborn. She knows exactly how life ought to be. I'm the baby of the family. Okay. And and my middle name is Fun, and if it's not fun, I'm not in there. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, if this interview isn't fun, I won't last. Okay, Okay. well, then you'll just hang up on me. But hold on, here's the deal. I'm a firstborn, but I'm also fun. So that's a good combination. Hey, I'm going to play a little bit of sound for you because I want to remind moms of why you do what you do because we all need a little bit of help. Here's just an example of a mom and a toddler battling. No! Yes! No! No. Yes! No! Yes! Go! No! Go play! No! Yes! No! Yes! No! Yes! Yes! Go! She finally got a yes, but what was wrong with that scenario, Dr. Lehman? Oh, there were so many things wrong with it. Okay. Uh, what you have to understand is fighting is an act of cooperation. Yeah. 
Okay. So every time mom says yes, she's putting kerosene on the fire. She she really believes that she wins the battle because the child finally says yes. Mm-hmm. But all she's done is teach the kid successfully how to argue with mom. Yeah. Now, I'm old enough to remember when kids actually used to obey their parents. <laughs> yeah. Now parents obey their kids. Okay, let's, let's stop they're there. Driven is that a change? To make kids happy. Is that a change in our culture? Explain that to, to moms who are listening today. Well, I want to be kind, but moms are clueless. <laughs> okay? And um, they'll go and they'll follow a blogger who's got a two-year-old and a nine-month-old. Uh-huh. And they'll take such sage advice as when you lay a baby down, go in and if he's not sleeping or not, go, go in every three minutes and pat the child on the back. I mean, all the things I read, I just roll my eyes and say, where do these people get these ideas from? Mm-hmm. You need to be in authority over your children. But that doesn't mean be an authoritarian. And almost every person listening to us right now grew up in an authoritarian-based home that says, I'm bigger than you are. You're going to do what I tell you to do. And uh, it didn't work then. It certainly doesn't work now. And the kicker is this. Is God an authoritarian? Does he grab us by the scruff of the neck, twist our earlobe, and say, you will do this? Mm-hmm. He does no, he not. Doesn't. So yeah. he's, he's not an authoritarian, but he is a supreme what? Authority. Right. And the scripture says every knee shall what? Bow. Mm-hmm. So we have three types of parents, and I'm here to tell you there's only one way to rear a kid, and that is be an authority. The permissive kid says... Uh, uh, Brittany, uh, it's 8 o'clock. Have you chosen to go to bed yet? The authoritarian says, just as my dad did, he'd say, hey, 8 o'clock, and he'd point to the bedroom. And if you didn't move, he'd say, you want to go to bed under your own power? Or you want to be ricocheted to bed? <laughs> well, you open your... Was you're going to bed. Yeah, you open your book with this uh, sage advice. You say, if your kids are in charge... It's time for a new game plan that's a win-win for all. Can you expand on, on how the change from your kids being in charge um, to a different plan is a win-win? Yeah, because uh, we have seen the enemy, and they are small. <laughs> They're unionized. Uh, they do have a game plan. And most parents don't have a game plan. They fly by the sea of their pants. But when a kid understands that parents are in authority, firm authority. Yeah. A kid gets security. That's why routines are important. That's why tucking a kid in and doing all the things you do in routine-like fashion are important. And some people are saying, well, I'm not so sure about that, Lehman. Well, try this, young parent. Tuck your little Buford in tonight and leave out one thing from the routine. And your little daughter turns into Judge Judy. You forgot to give me my glass of water. You got it. You didn't rub my cheek with a blankie like you always do. I mean, they're like computers. They don't forget. And so we're admonished to train up children. And, and again, I'm, I answer emails, and I've got a podcast that, you know, people seem to really like. But I tell them, this is not difficult, folks. This is simple stuff. But you got to know how to do it. And that's why I love the book, Making Children Mind Without Losing Yours. Yeah.
And, and we're going to give that a, a couple copies you generously uh, gave us to give away to our audience today. So I'm going to give you for the rest of the show to call in. We've got three copies of the new version of this book, Making Children Mind Without Losing Yours. Fantastic advice in this. I've been reading through it and having some regrets. So we're going to talk about guilt here in a second. But you can win the book today, 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. And you can win a copy. You can also comment in the comments in Facebook Live if you'd like. Um, it's, it's a fantastic fantastic opportunity because this is kind of a, a Bible of sorts. He doesn't replace the Bible, but um, helping parents kind of consider every situation, including thing, the modern things like technology. So it's good stuff. So so I want to get to one thing before we start to get into a kind of a tip by tip by tip, because I know that you have a lot of things, just very simple tips to give mom that can restructure uh, their household and the way in which they parent. The guilt thing. And it's true. As soon as I opened your book, my kids are now 15 and 19. I thought, ah, I didn't do that. And I didn't do that. And I did do this, but I should have done this better. I mean, talk to a mom today who feels guilty about the things she's done wrong. Well, first of all, there's a, there's a difference gender-wise with guilt. Women are the gatherers of guilt, and guilt is the propellant for most of the lousy decisions you will make as a parent. Let me give you an example. Um, you're a 14-month, or 14-year-old. I'll keep it at your level, okay? Uh, is mouthy? And all of a sudden, she wants to be driven to the mall. Mom, Mom, can you drive me to the mall? I'm going to meet Shelly and some kids over there. Uh, no, no, honey, I'm not. What? You always drive me to the mall. What is your problem? Honey, if you really want to know, my problem is your mouth. I didn't like the way you treated your brother this morning. I didn't like how you spoke to me when I asked you to simply pick up a couple things in the family room. So, yeah, I'm unhappy. And when I'm unhappy, I don't feel like driving anybody anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mom, I'm sorry about what I said. Mm-hmm. It's a consequence. Now, yeah. The, mo- the mother caves in. She says, well, he, she did apologize. So, okay, honey, give me just a couple minutes to get my shoes on. And you go out in the car. I'll be there in a minute. And you drive them to the, drive them to the mall. That's a huge mistake. The, the, right way to, the right way to handle that is simply say, honey, I appreciate the fact that you apologized. And I accept your apology. But as far as driving you, uh, no, I'm not driving you. And there might be another meltdown at that point. But then you're going to see what the true colors of your kid is. But you can say, honey, tomorrow's a new day. We'll face that day tomorrow. And who knows? You might end up at the mall tomorrow. Yeah. First of all, I want to say my apologies to our Facebook Live audience. We, we did not have your sound coming through, but now we do on Facebook Live, Dr. Lehman. Um, okay, so we only got about four minutes left in this segment. But, but what about that situation? I was thinking about it just today in talking to my 19-year-old who's home from college and then in dealing with my 15-year-old yesterday, I so badly do not want them to dislike me for even a second. So, so I did discipline, and I don't know how you felt, feel, feel about this, but I did spank. So I, I imposed some discipline, and so did my husband, but I would be a backer-offer because I didn't want my child to be mad at me all day. And so I sometimes fell down on that job. How does a mom, when she's tempted to cave, like you just gave that example, how does she say, I can't cave? I mean, what, what can she do to stop herself from caving? Well, it's it's old self, new self. I think you stop in a situation like that and say, okay, what do I normally do? Now you think it through and say, I usually cave. What's the new me going to do different? It's like the, the quarterback on a football team who checks off at the line of scrimmage. He's about to call a play. He's called it. Everybody knows what we're doing. He sees how the defense is set up. He says, uh-oh, we're in trouble. And he changes the play. 
and he increases the probability of success by changing the play. And so parents need to understand there's no magic dust here. You can think your way to behavioral change. And so, again, you're, you're talking to somebody or listening to somebody that graduated fourth in their class in high school, but it was fourth in the bottom. <laughs> you were not well-behaved. You say that in your book. Yeah, uh, my high school counselor said, Lehman, with your grades and your record in the school, I couldn't get you admitted to reform school. Ugh. I had SATs at the zero percentile. <laughs> but you know what? Through it all, I had a mother who was a great woman of faith, who prayed for me every day, who believed in me. And I'm telling you, you can believe in your kid, but you don't have to acquiesce to all their antics. And by the way, you should know this. You're married. This stuff works on husbands. Kids hate your questions, mommies, and yeah. you love to ask your kids questions. Yeah. I'll say it in Spanish. Cayete tu boca. Shut up. Uh, yeah. and, and if you want a relationship with your kid, try this. Honey, can I ask your opinion about something? Try that with your husband when he comes home today and see what he says. There's not a husband in the world that won't give you his opinion, but if mm -hmm. you ask us a question or give us the why word, we shut down. That's exactly what kids do. How was your day today at school, honey? Fine. What'd you do in school today? Nothing. And then they go to their bedroom and they text their buddy like a woodpecker that's got a bad case of ADHD. <laughs> that's right. So give, we only have one minute left for this segment, but you're going to stay with us. Give moms an example of something alternative. When the child walks in the door, you already gave us the opinion question. What's another question they could ask instead of how was your day? Well, number one, don't ask a question. Okay, so how should they put it when they walk in the door? Well, if the kid looks forlorn and say, wow, I can tell it was a rough day at the office. Mm-hmm. You know, and just a comment. It's an open comment. Okay. I draw so them in that way. Great to see you. Great to see you. How nice to have you home. I mean, I can think of thousands of you, but don't ask a question. We hate questions. <laughs> yes, it's true, because um, I've certainly gotten that response from my kids. We're going to be right back with Dr. Lehman after the break. I do want to remind you that uh, the Life Center in Littleton is one of our sponsors. I visited there the other day. Oh, my goodness. If you know anyone or if you yourself needs help, they do so much. They have shelter for people in the cold winter months. They have a food bank. They teach Spanish and English classes. They give classes for GED so that you can get your GED. They have uh, various classes and events for senior citizens. I mean, they serve every population, and they're very open to anybody who could use a little leg up and a little help. you got to check them out at LifeCenterLittleton.org. That's LifeCenterLittleton.org. They're fantastic and so warm and so helpful, and the hands and feet of Christ, I really admire what they do. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. But the organization I run is more complex than most companies. Party planner, chef, teacher, nurse, these are just some of the roles I fill every single day. It's time for me to get paid to do what I love to do. I'm going to study at Colorado Christian University and apply what I've learned running my household into a degree that will give me a career. Check out CCU's website at adulted.ccu.edu or call 303-963-3300 and get started down the same amazing path I'm taking today. The vision of 
of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. My thanks to Kelly at the controls. And again, my apologies to the Facebook Live audience. We did not have any sound and it was my fault. Uh, I do want to remind you about Colorado Christian University. I had a mom who listens to our show uh, send me a message just the other day saying, I want you to know I just finished my bachelor's degree and I'm moving on to get my master's degree. She's a mom of three and able to fit in CCU to her work schedule and her mothering schedule. They literally cater to the mom at that university. They love to help the moms by giving one class at a time online, five-week classes, affordable. It's terrific stuff. I, I hope you'll check them out. They're at CCU dot edu littleton life center she said it's wonderful she really enjoys taking classes from them so if you've been tempted to go back to school or get a further education please check out ccu and their online offerings okay we're back with dr lehman and uh you know he you could see him all over tv he, he was on good morning america little known fact i used to work for good morning america too before i became a tv reporter and before i became a mother um so he and i share that in common he's got fabulous advice very down to earth with humor um sometimes he might seem a little harsh but maybe we need a little harsh wake-up call sometimes i'm going to go straight to a few more tips that moms who are clinging today to his advice can get and i want to remind you you can win the new version of his making uh i'm sorry making children mind without losing yours uh we're giving away a couple copies today we've already got a couple of winners 303-873-1935 303-873-1935. So call in and win. Oh my gosh, it could be a life-changing book for you. Okay, so Dr. Lehman, let's go straight to how not to raise a yo-yo. The difference between consistency and inconsistency. Well, the problem is that many women tend to be too soft. Many husbands tend to be too too tough, meaning okay. authoritarian. Mm-hmm. And somehow they think that balances out. If the kids, if the parents are not on the same page, your kids will suffer I'm a shrink. I'm going to listen to what I'm saying. Psychological damage by having a parent who's far too permissive on one end and far too authoritarian on another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a big boy, big girl problem. You've got to put those big girl pants on, big boy pants on. You solve it, parents. You're supposed to be one. I always say God was the greatest humorist ever when he came up with the two shall become one. But one thing I want to make sure I share with you is I've started some schools across the country, and I have one right in Parker, Colorado. I know. It's cool. Next August. And we put authority in the classroom teacher's hand. So, you know, if little Buford misbehaves, I tell parents, don't worry, we'll handle little Buford. But if he really gets out of hand and he disturbs everybody, expect a call from school. Mm-hmm. That's who calls, little Buford. Oh, he that's call good. His parents and say, I don't know how to behave like a fourth grader. You need to come pick me up now, and it works. I bet it does. I bet it does. Um, we sometimes don't want any, I don't I know if you're going to like my use of this word, but we don't want any sense of shame or um, for our kids to feel like they've ever done anything wrong. And sometimes they need to feel like they've done something wrong because it needs to be corrected. I'm, I'm trying to go through tip after tip because we don't have a lot of time, and I want moms to get as much as they can from you because you've got so much good advice. What about focusing on the job done instead of the child when we're cheering on our kids. 
Well, here's the late-breaking news, and I remember being on Good Morning America talking about this, as a matter of fact. Praise is destructive with children. Okay? You heard it right. Praise is destructive with children. Talk about it. Praise something in life. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Okay? God's worthy of your praise. Your kid isn't. So, quick example. Your kid brings home five A's on a report card. Traditional authoritarian-based parent says, all five A's? I am so proud of you. I'm calling Grandma and Aunt Martha right now. Um, I love you so much. There's three kisses and a $20 bill. Mm-hmm. Now, let me give you encouragement, what I call vitamin E in this book. Wow, five A's. It looks like all that hard work you did really paid off, honey. Congratulations. And guess what? You just saved yourself $20, Pam. <laughs> true, true. So, so you're praising the job done and the effort put forth rather than the child in and of himself. Right. If you want to put it that way, the act versus the actor. And it works. Yeah. So, uh, the takeaway for the kid is I'm a contributor. Somebody notices what I've done. That's why I think 12- and 13-year-old kids ought to pay all the bills in your family online. Oh, that's a good idea because then they learned about finance and the process, and you, you do write about that in the book. Let me say this. Sure. Um, when you're talking about praising and not praising, I, I imagine there's some moms out there right now struggling with how dare you tell me not to praise my child. But there was some research that came out not too long ago, and I think you probably know of the book. I think it was called Top Dog, maybe, or no, uh, Nurture Shock. Nurture Shock, that's what it was called. And, and saying that we've over-nurtured our kids, and they stop responding to praise because they no longer believe it. It's over the top. And, th- and then they're not motivated to work harder because you're overpraising. Um, and there's scientific yeah. research that proves that. Corporate America doesn't know what to do with these people who expect balloons and parties because they did something. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, right. It's crazy. Right. Take a look at our country. Uh, see what's happened to our country. In terms of the workforce, yeah. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Can you give two or three more tips for a mom just hanging on to your every word today about things they can you do to get their kids to you behave better? better. You better have me on for an hour next time. <laughs> I only have a half an hour. I'm sorry. You want to pay? You pay for the other half hour, Doctor Lehman. Well, I, I want your husband to call me because you're way too quick for me. <laughs> Go ahead. What's the next one? Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if if a mom's holding on today to say, "How can I get my kid in shape?" You've already given you know four or five you know wonderful tips, but but give a couple more rapid fire tips. Make sure you do this and not that. I mean, there are there are a couple more just at the top of your head from making children okay. mind without losing yours. Parent, you have to live your life differently. You're not the slave dog for your kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The goal is not to create a happy, happy child. In fact, check this one out. An unhappy child is a healthy child. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes your son or daughter has to be unhappy. Why? Because they disobeyed you. They hit their sister. They stole something. So, you know, ask anybody who's successful in life, and they will tell you there was failure in their life. And they had, to, I, I, they had to own it, yeah. Guys, I found these guys in the Bible, and they were dumb as mud. Dumb as mud. And, and they were called the disciples. And they didn't get it. And when Jesus stood up and said, you know where I'm going, you know, they said, Thomas said, we don't have a clue where you're going. And Philip says, yeah, tell us, show us the Father, and then we'll know. These people walked and talked with Jesus, God in the flesh, and they fell short. So, hey, parent, don't beat yourself up when you fall short. 
just say, I'm sorry, would you forgive me, and move on. Yeah, or when Don't let guilt strangle you. That's right, that's right. Or when your ch- child falls short. And I love that you say an unhappy child is an okay thing, because I think we never want our kids to be unhappy, but they will never learn if they don't face the unhappiness of their own failures and uh, of their own disappointments. So so I love that you said that, because I, I live with that sometimes. And I am, I, as I said, I have discipline, but I do feel very bad if I ever make my child unhappy by reprimanding them or telling them they've done something wrong. So that's good stuff. Maybe one more tip we've got time for. One of the healthiest disciplines you can give to a kid when something's going on that you're not pleased with is just to look them in the eye and say, I am very unhappy with what's going down here. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Late-breaking news. Your kids actually don't like it when you're unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to disappoint you. It's so true. Hey, how do, pe- how do people find the book? And yes, I will have you on again because we could talk for six hours. But um, wh- where do people find you? This is the new version, right? The new version of this book. Yeah, it's not. It's a really redesigned everything. I put uh, over six months of hard work into revising the book. You can get it at an airport. You can get it at any bookstore. You can get it on Amazon, your Christian bookstore, any place. Awesome. And it's got a ton of tips. I mean, a mom can voraciously read this. And, and a dad, too. And single moms, don't give up. He addresses single moms as well. So I love that you do that. Dr. Lehman, I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I hope I made it fun enough for you. I did, but you need an hour show. <laughs> Thank you. So does that's the pitch to all the donors out there. Uh, please donate so we can serve moms better. Thank you, Dr. Lehman. Take care of you and Mrs. Uppington. Hey, I sure will. She's a great lady. Yes, I know. Take care. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope that the, those quick bits of advice and, and their, their sound, um, he, he's very direct, and, and I hope nobody feels offended out there. But if you're unhappy with his advice, maybe that's a good thing because it's correct, and we do need to um, dedicate ourselves to raising our children with these sound principles, and, and I love where he comes from. Hey, Mom, if you feel like you're unnoticed and unheard and unthanked, we are here to thank you. You are raising the next generation. Please know that if you're discouraged today. You have the most important important job on the planet and, and and dads do too but you're raising that next generation if you don't do it well what happens to our planet so god bless you for dedicating yourself to raising your kids well happy new year thanks for tuning in today channel mom radio and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families then why don't you come alongside the efforts of channel mom we'd like to offer you our partner package today we'll send you a channel mom's best tips for moms as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at channelmom.com we live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family research shows the family is breaking down in america But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.